this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. The new girls are on the island and in full effect. As our snarky announcer says, bleep just got real. It's all going down and heating up on Love Island. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> Woohoo! It's finally happening. Drama and stuff is going down on Love Island. I, like, I'm really, really, really starting to like this show now because... I see, I see the fights and stuff starting to happen. What is up, guys? Thank you so much for hanging out with me right here. I am your host, Mike Thielen. You know, here at AfterBuzz, we are here every day watching Love Island and putting this after show on for you because, guys, it's getting crazier and crazier and crazier every single episode we go. I love seeing all of you guys in the chat. What is up, Meg? Good to see you back, and thank you so much for your comments, as always. Okay, guys. We're jumping right in here. First, of course, I got to introduce my friend in the booth, my producer, Jen, for the day. What up, Jen? Hey, Mike. How are you? How's everyone? <laughs> I'm good. Jen, Did you? could you notice around the studio that in deference to Love Island, I myself have been spending more time outdoors and getting my own tan just along with these kids as well? Definitely. You've definitely you're right there with them. You're getting a tan, you know, you're getting, you know, nice and toasty. Thank you very much for noticing. Appreciate it. <laughs> what is up, Lynn? What is up, Jenna? Love to see you guys. Thanks so much for joining us here today. This is fantastic, guys. So let's open up right off the bat. Boom. Straight off of yesterday's episode, the two new girls are in the house. We get Kristen and we get Katrina. And I props to Mike correctly identified Katrina as being Filipina. Jen, I had to, uh, Jen, I did a double take yesterday. I had to call my wife real quick. She's out of town visiting her family back home in New York. I thought maybe she went off to Love Island when I saw Katrina. I was like, ah, is my wife on the reality show all of a sudden? Oh my God. Nope. It's just Katrina. And these girls come in and this is what I've been talking about since episode one. As soon as people start stealing guys and girls away from each other, by the way, we do a lot of tangents on this show, Jen. We do a lot of tangents. I refuse to call them boys. I I don't know why 
And somebody in our comments from our last video was talking about how in the UK they refer to all of them as boys and girls. I refuse to do that. I'm going to call them guys because boys sounds weird. So <laughs> I said as soon as new people start coming in and they start stealing guys and girls away from each other, that's when this show is going to get crazy and when it's going to get really, really, really good. So, of course, it's still uh, Weston's birthday. The new girls come in. Immediately, we see Caro getting jealous, as she should, because we know her relationship with Cormac is extremely tentative. They are not doing good. Um, yeah, she should be scared. She should be worried. And, you know, I feel like she's really losing points in all these guys' eyes. Like we talked about last episode, she's jumping around, different guys, different guys, different guys. She's flirting around a lot, which I guess is kind of what you have to do on a show like this if you're really in competition mode. But like we said, from a gameplay perspective, that is bad. She needs to lock in with somebody and stay there and keep a partner, at least to get herself further in this game. And she's just not doing it right now. And we already know that with Cormac... It's not a solid connection, but you see when these two new girls come in, she tries to kind of solidify it with Cormac, which I thought was extremely, extremely interesting. Meg says, UK says boys, and I think the producers tried to keep it to be cutesy. It doesn't work over here. It just sounds really, really weird. What's up, everybody else? Join us. Camelia, Jenna, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. So yeah, I loved it. We get through uh, the birthday. Um, Alana really dropped some knowledge here. I want to point this out. I thought this was very fascinating. Alana had her own little side conversation. To be honest, I don't remember who it was with. But she was saying how she feels so secure in herself. She loves how she looks. It doesn't matter that there's new pretty girls that came in the house. She thought everybody was pretty irrelevant to her because she's self-secure and she's not worried about anything. Interesting edit producers because this really foreshadows what happens at the end of we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become Senwa Saga Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The episode, then maybe she does need to be worried about what's going on. I feel like as soon as in one of these competition shows, if you get a little too, if you you start feeling too safe, if you start resting on your laurels, if you start feeling really comfortable, bad news, bad sign. I think your spidey sense has to always be going and always be on point. Of course, we have our announcer, our favorite announcer here, just dropping shade as always. And let me know what you guys think. This episode, more than any other one, I really feel like the music has been more on point. Maybe they heard me in our first after show, but I feel like they've been ratcheting up the music every single episode. And it's finally the production level to me has seemed to be higher, higher, better and better, better. So good on you guys for the show. Okay. We play, excuse me, Cormac and Weston, they have a little powwow with everybody, and they are basically talking about how it's kind of their decision. Because we know Weston and Mallory, that's kind of not a thing. It's extremely tenuous, and they're in more of a friend zone thing. And just like I talked about, we know Cormac and Caro, same thing. They're in a friend zone kind of thing. So they're the ones, it seems like, initially right off the bat, 
who are going to make some kind of move if there is a move to be made. I believe yesterday I had the prediction that Cormac and Weston were going to take both of these girls on a date. Both of them. Two and two. Obviously, this episode, that didn't happen because of the way the rules went. However, I maintain these are the two guys that really need to look to step up and to snatch these girls up if they actually like them and they think they're going to be a good connection both game-wise and love-wise. The other guys talk to them about, you know, are you actually vibing with them? Do you like them? And basically saying, you know, we're not going to pursue anything with small exceptions. Like, we see you, Yaman. We see you, Cash. Small exceptions, more like, you know, we're going to let them come to us, but we're not, not going to really pursue anything. So if it comes to us, okay, we'll kind of we'll entertain it, and we'll at least be nice. These guys are way more into it than they're letting on. Somebody, if you want to really look at somebody who is loyal to their partner, look no further than Zach. Zach, I'm skipping ahead. Jen, I like to skip around. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> when these girls have their little speed dates, you saw Zach... Like, straight to the point, nope, happy with my girl. Let's talk about being friends, or let's talk about who you really should be going after. That is real loyalty. Early prediction is that Zach Zach is going to do extremely well in this game. I feel like if they can keep it together, Zach and Elizabeth will take this game all the way till the end. Because, look guys, it doesn't have to be a love connection if we're just trying to win money. We just have to stay with each other and keep picking each other. I know we don't want to rile up conspiracy theories. I know we like the idea of these people actually trying to find love or something like that. But stick with me for a second. If it was me, hopefully if it was you too, you're probably realizing that a true love connection is not going to happen in one month on Love Island. Therefore, shouldn't we be playing the show to win the money? And therefore, wouldn't you talk to the other person and say, look, I like you. You're cool. We seem to get along. I'm actually attraction maybe, whatever. Bottom line, right now, right now in the game, right now in the beginning, you just talk to this other person and say, look, forget who comes in. Let's just keep picking each other. There's literally no way we can lose. Let's make a bunch of money. And then you talk to the whole cast after the show is over. You go date whoever you want. Who cares? They're probably not going to stay together with anybody else anyway, and you still have your opportunity. Okay, Mike off his soapbox. We come to the game, the event of the episode, and look, the show is stepping it up. We had fun stuff yesterday. We have fun stuff today. The suck and blow game, um, which for some reason the announcer wouldn't say suck and blow. Is suck and blow that bad to say on the show? So that was weird because the contestants call it suck and blow, but the announcer wouldn't. Thought that was strange. Regardless, obviously, you guys know the game. There's little cards. You suck it. You pass it to your partner. It mimics kissing. Everything on Love Island in Fiji is essentially like you're in middle school or early high school, and these games are entertaining to us. Way too much trying in this version of Suck and Blow. Like the whole point of Suck and Blow is that the card falls off and you get to make out with the other person. They were trying way too hard to actually win this game because if you lose, you get a little dare anyway to basically kiss somebody else or what Mallory had to exchange clothes, which she really even didn't. Like they exchanged bot. Like that was just silly. Regardless, did you guys feel the shade from Alana when Yaman got kissed by Kristen? Was it Kristen? Excuse me. I believe so. But the shade, yeah, it was Kristen. Excuse me. Alana, the shade, like, it's just a game. It's just a game. It's just a kiss. Oh, my gosh. That right there, 
in extreme contradiction to her earlier statements of feeling completely secure. Obviously not, or you'd be laughing and hooting and rooting it on and just having a good time because this game means absolutely nothing. Let me get to a couple of you guys in the chat because I love hearing what you guys have to say. Caro from Jenna James. Caro would definitely work better on UK, especially Casa Amor. Interesting, interesting. I don't know enough about the UK version uh, to really talk about it because Jenna says, I think they might do that secretly, but on the UK version, they don't really broadcast contestants scheming going for the money. Yeah, there's no way you're going to get me to believe that these people aren't talking about this all the time. It's got to be front and center in their mind when especially there's no alcohol. Like we said yesterday, these contestants are kept to a two-drink maximum. If there's no alcohol, then obviously their thinking is fairly clear 24-7. You know they're going for the money. They're not really there necessarily. Maybe some of them, some of them, let me not be a super cynic. Some of them I'm sure are there for love, but a bunch of them, you know they're just trying to get a little bit of fame and trying to get that money. So why aren't you scheming with your partner just to pick each other? Who cares if some new hot person comes in? You're going to know these people. The show is done August 2nd, okay? You're going to know these people for another two and a half weeks? Basically, win the money, guys. Whatever. Off the soapbox. Meg, I thought I wouldn't like Zach based on his little questionnaire, but seems like a genuine guy. But the public still gets the vote because that's how the UK and the friend couples winning seem to be a no-no. So somebody fill me in because so far, and I'm not enough familiar, unfortunately, with the European version. How much do does America get to weigh in? So far, they've only voted to let people go on dates and things like that. Is it a final thing? Do they get to pick the final ultimate winner? Because I'm a good actor and I can completely act like – I like one of these girls, no problem, if we're going to win the money, if, like, America is voting. Uh, really, really interesting. I'm not sure. Somebody let me know uh, what that is in the chat. Appreciate it. So we get done with the second blow game. Weston comes through with this little acknowledgement. Um, country guys are either a turn-on or a turn-off. Yeah, but... J-Lo, what do you think about this? He said he's a country guy, country western guy, and his name is Weston. And he's saying that being a country guy is either a turn-on or a turn-off for girls. And I thought, yeah, that's true, but so is every other adjective you could give yourself in life. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really into country boys, but I mean, everybody has, you know, a choice. I yeah, I just, I just thought that was a weird thing for him to say because you could say short guys are either a turn-on or a turn-off. Uh, <laughs> advertising people are either a turn-on or a turn-off. Like, I don't know. It's literally every characteristic you have is either a turn-on or a turn-off. So whatever, dude. Like I don't know. Right. I just, I'm calling them out when I don't understand stuff. Jenna says the UK picks the winner, or at least we think – who knows? Maybe the producers are secretly choosing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, okay, I get that. Then you got to be a little bit more genuine than just maintaining with each other. But, I mean, fake it, fake it, fake it. I would, I would totally – I mean, look, these are young, single, attractive people. If you're only going to be around these people for a month, you can't – let's take somebody straight up who we know are not a match. Let's go Wesson and Mallory because I think they're at least – they're more cordial with each other and more friendly and I think are on a higher level than Cormac and Caro, which would be the next logical choice to do something like this. You can't tell me that Weston and Mallory 
They've already kissed. They've already made out. You know they're going to keep making out. You know they don't care about making out. Fine. Be in love. Make out. Canoodle. Only stick with each other. Go on dates with each other. And you're going to win the show. I mean, it seems really obvious to me. UK is getting good. First time watching it. A good bit now watching Love Island, Australia. Melissa S. is into it. Well, thanks for hanging out with us here for the U.S. version. Maybe – did I say virgin? The U.S. version. I'm thinking Married at First Sight. Sorry. I got that virginity on my mind from Married at First Sight. Maybe uh, at After Buzz we need to do like international Love Island editions too and like really – Really go all out. We could be doing Love Island basically 24. So we could be, After Buzz could become the Love Island channel. Melissa says they need to fake it and have fun and win the money. Absolutely. That's exactly what they should be doing. Regardless, these kids are not making great decisions and they are not drinking lots of alcohol. So just imagine. So the new girls get together as I said they should. You know they're going to be a little power couple in and of themselves become the, because they're coming into the show at the same time. They're immediately going to be little buddies. They talk about who they like. The names that get tossed out, Zach, mistake, right? We know he's not going anywhere, but they got to give it a shot. I understand because they're either just looking for love or, you know, they're also looking for that teammate to possibly win the money like we're talking about. So Zach, Weston, Yaman gets thrown out, and I believe Cash might have been mentioned real quick. And it seems this is really strange to me. It seems like a lot of the other girls are immediately hating on Kristen, specifically. I don't know why. She's giving us some kind of mean aura or something like that. But immediately it seems like they have it out for Kristen when Katrina is beautiful. She's right there. I mean, I'm partial. My wife is Filipino. I'm partial to it. I'm saying she's awesome. I feel like they should be scared of her (laughs) because she seems really poised. She seems professional, but also fun. I think she's going to make a great pair for somebody. I'm surprised they're not more worried about her. That's just a personal thing, obviously. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Matthew N Cube, what is up, man? Thanks for joining us. Says, I live in the UK. Watching this show and the analysis exposes cultural differences in such a lovely way. Winning for them is such a no-no here. I mean, fair enough, I get it, but maybe I'm just jaded over all the relationship reality shows that I work on and that I watch, and I'm just like, yo, win that money, win that money. I'm a huge Big Brother fan, and, you know, a lot of times, for a lot of seasons, the way they've won Big Brother, especially, I think, for a lot of the men, they flirt around, they couple up with some girl, and they fake a flirt man to show man's, and they end up winning because the girl takes them all the way. This is easily faked, and they should be going for the money, I think. Camelia UIU, I hope I'm saying that right. Thank you so much. They don't like the fact that she's actually playing the game and threatening their comfort. Yeah, I guess, but is she playing the game harder than Katrina? I mean, they're both basically doing the same thing. I think it's just a looks thing. I think I think some reason they're more intimidated by Kristen. It's a very, very interesting. Okay. Caro, we see immediately, like I said at the top of the show, more protective of Cormac. She's telling Cormac, I think you'll jump on one of the new girls for attention. Of course he's going to. I'm trying not to yell in the mic. Of course. You guys already said that you don't really like each other. Like, she's already said that he was basically the best choice out of two bad ones when she dumped Michael. 
She's not into him. Of course he's going to go jump on some other girl because she's proven time and time again that she's jumping around to all the different guys to try to find a good connection. Why would Cormac just blindly stay with her after only knowing Carol for like two days? Remember, guys, this is coming from me, who Carol was my number one right off the bat. And we've just seen her behavior and stuff. And it just obviously you think like, well, yeah, of course he's going to jump to some other girl. It makes so much sense. And I actually think he should. I'm worried about Carol. I don't see Carol making it that far in Love Island because of her gameplay and her strategy jumping around to all these different guys. It doesn't make sense. Okay, fun, fun, fun time. Katrina gets a text. I thought it was going to be the same kind of thing that Cormac and Dylan got, but no, the two girls are speed dating all the guys. Jen, have you gone speed dating before? I never have. I actually do want to try. I heard it's a lot of fun, but I also heard it's a little awkward. Yeah, okay. So I went speed dating once. One time, I was already dating the girl who is now my wife, who better be watching. Raquel, you better be watching this. (laughs) I was already dating her, and I wanted – I was actually in line to get a job hosting speed dating events. So um, they were going to have me host, but then they said, you know what? The host is actually not sick. He's going to be there, but you can go to the event for free. So I told my girlfriend, my wife, my girlfriend at the time, I said, I'm going to go to this. Like, come to the bar and, like, sit in the front, and I'm going to go around and see what it was like. And I did. And it was really, really funny. You should do it. Everybody should do it. It's totally fun, especially if you're trying to meet a bunch of people. And it's not really awkward. You're all there doing the same thing. It's a lot of fun. However, much more awkward for our islanders. Um, At a speed dating event that you would go to here, you're allowed to drink as much as you want. Obviously, I think they haven't even had one beverage to even loosen up or anything when they do this first speed dating event. Before we talk about speed dating, let me check in with some of our fun, fun fans hitting me up. Jenna, Carol was number one. Melissa, Carol is annoying. I want her gone. She's really not playing this well. I think she's self-sabotaging. Camelia, you're saying it right. Thank you so much. I think Christina is the actual... Christina, I think you mean Katrina, is the depiction of quiet girls are the sneakiest. Yes, Katrina. And Jenna agrees. Oh, man. Rebecca, same thing with Carol. We're all worried for Carol. We're worried for Carol. And we wanted her to do so well right off the bat. Okay. So we get into the speed dating. They bring all the different guys. Only ones to really talk about. Cormac, Yaman, Weston, and I think Cash. All of them seem open to exploring something with the new girls. The rest of the guys, fairly straightforward props to their credit. And I love that too. And that really plays into what we've been talking about, their gameplay aspect. They should just stick with the same girls as far as a gameplay perspective. So that's a good thing. These other guys, obviously the relationship, Cormac, we know, obviously he's not happy. Weston, obviously they're not happy. Yaman is the surprise. We know right off the bat that Kristen is interested in Yaman. Yaman has been super strong couple with Alana. Like they have seemed to be unbreakable. But we see a crack starting right here. We see a fissure between him and Alana and could spell trouble. And then Cash, again, Cash right off the bat picked Caro. 
Then, as soon as Kira came in, he switched to Kira. Now he seems like he's open. I think the quote he said was, we're on Love Island, you know. Yeah, okay, so that just means that we go and date anybody, I guess, and that he's open to it. And it seems like he and Kira have had a lot of conversations that when new people come in, they're going to be open to it. They're going to be down to explore it. That's a dangerous way to play the game, especially, guys, if America is voting. We don't like to see that. I mean, guys, put in the comments if you guys like to see that. I, we don't. We like to see monogamous couples. We like to see them. We like this love story in our head. And that's why I think a lot of people have liked Yaman and Alana right off the bat. Because they seemed super well matched right off the bat. They've stuck together. They're cute. They're kissing. The relationship seems strong. And that's in our essence, in our gut, what we want to see. These really strong relationships that last. And that's what we want to see when. We don't really want to see these people jump around. So, mm, Cash, I don't know. Other funny thing, of course, the guys were all pumped to go on these little mini dates. The girls were all given super shady side eye from the couch <laughs> looking at these dates going on and trying to figure out what was going on. Funniest thing for me from the whole dates, pardon me, was when Cash said, if you need a drink, let me know. You guys can't drink, bro. Like, are you going to go and get her water? I was like, oh, this is so weak. Uh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> It's like maybe um, I'm coming off like an alcoholic here. I need. I feel like we got to stop talking about the lack of drinking because – but I can't. I can't. It's just such a huge thing for this show. It's just so natural. What an easy way for any of these guys to open up and, and try to meet one of these girls. Like bring them over a drink. Like, hey, like look like you needed a drink. Like let's chat, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Kibosh. You can bring them water or maybe some fruit like- punch. I feel like that sometimes that kind of breaks the ice, you know? Uh, absolutely. Of, so I feel like it, it sucks that they can't do that because I really do think that that's one. I mean, I'm not saying to get hammered or, you know, get all crazy, but, you know, it kind of breaks up the ice a little bit. And you can talk about what your favorite drink is. and Absolutely. Uh, so. Easy. Or, or everybody, you know, everybody in a little group can do shots or something like that. You cannot take it to an excessive level. You have to drink responsibly, obviously. I know I'm joking around about it a lot, but we want everybody to be safe and be responsible. But it's absolutely just like eating. And I feel like we don't really see them share meals. But in our society, sharing meals, sharing drinks, that is a bonding experience. That is what we do. Super Chai. My buddy who hits me up on Instagram wants to know Jen, and you can help us out because Jen is one of our producers. AfterBuzz is doing X on the Beach, right? Correct. We are. We are. Just stay tuned. Is it on AfterBuzz Reality? It sure is. Stay tuned right here, my friend. We're going to have it for you guys. Uh, Rebecca loves the story. Stay in the relationship. And Camelia, yeah, Yaman is literally sticking with Alana because it's safe for him. I think so. I think so. And I think it's mutual, too. I think they like each other. But it's definitely – there's definitely a safety thing going on right there. So, yes, bottom line, I think they need to drink some more. Okay. So then we go. uh, We have uh, Katrina and Kristen. They talk to each other a little bit. We kind of weighed out – cash for a second okay and we know he's feeling Kristen um cash says he wants to show Kristen how dope he is yup start by not using that word probably and just do it with actions regardless it's really here Yaman Cormac and Weston that these girls have their laser sights focused on and I think that's absolutely correct I think that's absolutely what they should be doing 
Rebecca says, I feel like CBS thinks they're alcoholics. That's why they don't give them alcohol. That's not true. This is the same thing that's done in the UK version. They're only allowed two drinks maximum. Uh, it's got to be a surprise to everybody, most notably a surprise to um, the people going on the show. They probably had no idea. Meg wants to know, are we doing Love After Lockup Season 3? I'm pretty sure. We already started. We already started, Meg. We got it for you already. After Buzz, look, After Buzz does almost every single show that you guys love and that you guys want. If we don't have it for some reason, hit us up. Let us know. But you know, we don't just do reality shows. We don't just do relationship shows. We do shows across all every genre. So if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and give us a subscribe. Give me a thumbs up. I'm holding it down here for you guys on Love Island every single day. So give me a big thumbs up. If you guys are listening to us on iTunes, hit me with a five-star review. Let us know that you guys did that. I love shouting you guys out. I love all of you watching me right here live with us. I've shouted out a lot of you already, but just looking down right now, Meg, Rebecca, Super Chai, Camelia, Rebecca, Camelia, Meg, and Jenna again. <laughs> Thank you so much, all of you, for hanging out with me. So, yeah, I like where the girl, the new girls' heads are at. I like their picks right off the bat. Also, this was interesting to me because, like we mentioned, most of the girls seem to be immediately hating on Kristen. However, Kristen is the one to seem most respectful of the established relationships already. In fact, she goes and talks to Alexandra about liking Yaman and basically asking for advice because she knows that he's really tight with Alana. So that, to me, is extremely respectful. Not shady at all. Sometimes we do shadiest moment. Not shady at all. And... Alexandra calls over Dylan, and Dylan just says, you know, he's feeling you from a looks perspective, but blah, 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 at the end of the day, just go for it. He said, just go for it. I would go for it. And he says, I would tell you if not. So that's cool. Like, you need friends in the game, too. And absolutely, she should go for it. Why not? Her objective is twofold, as we've been saying this whole time. Win the game, find love. There's no way she's going to do it unless she breaks up a couple. And you got to go for who you think is going to be the strongest match. For her, she thinks it's Yemen. Go for it. Now, the ultimate fun. We get left on a cliffhanger that breaks your heart. Katrina and Kristen get texts. They get to both send one of the girls to the hideaway where you really go to have like private one-on-one fantasy suite bachelorette type dates and hook up. But no, they get to send one girl each into the hideaway and they get to essentially assume their position, start dating those guys, and sleep with those guys at night, at least for one day. Interesting. Before I get into this analysis, Meg's got a couple comments here. Unwritten rule. Talk to the partner before the person you're interested in. You can't get blamed. Yeah, it's a really great way to slide in. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to upset the person who's partner you're taking over but what it really does is it makes you look a lot better in the eyes of everybody else on the show and you really need allies watching your back and the rest of all the people on the show so absolutely a good 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 thing to do so what happens Kristen takes Yaman big move big move because of how solid he's been thank you because of how solid he's been with Alana the whole time. This is a huge, potentially game-shifting move. And watch what happens if 
some of these couples from the OG original couple start to break up, it's going to be all chaos. Like It's going to be crazy as soon as the original 11 really start breaking up. We're the original 10 because Mike's gone. Really start breaking up. And then Katrina takes Weston. Thought that was a pretty good pick. I thought for a second she was going to go for cash. Um, or Kristen was going to go for cash. I thought they were setting us up for that. Because him and Kira have been really tight ever since Kira came in the house. But Weston, great pick because he's absolutely not solid with Mallory. That is just got nothing behind it. And Yaman, really interesting pick for us to see the fallout and what happens. I loved it. I love this unexpected ending, as I can see all of you in the chat did as well. Yeah, Jenna is saying they call it girl code overseas. They say girl code a tad bit too much. Yeah, but it's still something cool. Even the guys do it. Even the boys do it in the UK. And Camelia expected but unexpected. She hopped on the opportunity. She has to. She's got to hop on that opportunity. You have to find a way in. You got to find the cracks and crevices in these relationships so that you get to stay on Love Island because that's the name of the game. Boom. Great episode. Really solid. We're going to go back. I'm going to give my thoughts on the couples uh, real quick. However, next episode... Big, big stuff. I am super excited to see what happens with these dates. It's weird, right? Because you're sending two of the girls to the hideaway. And that you're now dating the guy and you're sleeping with him. But it's just for the night. So how much connection can you actually do? We got to see what kind of timeline they give these girls. Because if it's almost lights out bedtime, as we know, the show shuts the lights out on them. And it's basically like... Time to sleep, everybody. So we got to see how much bonding time they actually get because it can be significant and completely change the game. And as a huge, huge, huge Big Brother fan, Winston from previous Big Brother season, I can't remember which one. Was was it just the last season? I can't remember, man. He is coming in, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be hot. Get ready for everybody's confusion trying to uh, distinguish Winston from Weston. That's going to be a ton of fun. So let, until then, let's go over our couple super quick. Okay, guys, let me just round this out right here. Alexandra and Zach, no problem. They're fine. Caro, she is in big, big trouble with Cormac. Um, I, I don't see anything good happening. I actually... I might get a prediction going here that either Katrina or Kristen, their dates with Weston and Yaman don't work out right. Maybe Yaman. Yaman might really stick with Alana and kind of ruin that. But Cormac is ripe for the taking, man. Cormac, you know, Cormac needs to play this cool. If you're Cormac, you play this completely cool. The girls go on a fun date with these new guys, but you're really the right one for them. You need to jump on the opportunity. He needs to get with one of these two new girls. Uh, dude, go for Katrina. I'm, I'm telling you, I just got this feeling. It's probably because of my wife, but I feel like Katrina is the way to go. So, Carol and Cormac, no good. Mallory and Weston, super on the rocks, not good. If that's not broken up by the two new girls, it's going to be within the next couple episodes because... You know, you see Weston get taken away. That immediately triggers in Mallory, okay, he probably told her that he was open to it. It's not safe. She needs to pull the ripcord and get with some new guy as soon as he gets in. That should be her mission. Alana and Yaman. Okay, I'm going out on the limb right here, and I'm saying they're still fine. I don't think this new day is going to change anything. I think Yaman's going to go right back to Alana. 
And of course, we have Elizabeth and Zach. Excuse me, I messed up right off the bat. Sorry. Elizabeth and Zach, super solid, no problem. I messed up. Alexandra and Dylan. I see them being really, really solid too. I don't see them breaking up. I think everything's going to be fine with them. And then we made it through our couples. Kristen and Katrina, they've got some work to do. I think they're off to a good start. I don't think Yaman is the way to go. I think you replace Yaman with Cormac, and they found their new guys. Real quick before we sign off, we're almost done here. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Let me see what you guys thought real quick. Rebecca. Mallory's mad because she likes Weston, doesn't want to admit it. I think so. I think that's pretty accurate, but I don't think the feeling's mutual. Camelia, I feel it depends on how forward these girls. Yeah, well, they got to be forward if they want to win the game. People are excited. You guys are excited for Winston. Meg says sleeping in the same bed is a big deal in the UK. People will even sleep outside to be respectful to the other people. I'm really surprised that everybody here in the US version has stayed in the same room. I mean, I we're in Fiji. It's gorgeous. You know it's not cold at night. I'd probably be sleeping outside on one of the things, too, just for some privacy. That just seems weird. Meg says the UK has mics built into the headboard. Yeah, we got to know what's going on. We hear, we hear, and we get the subtitles of what's going on at night. Um, a lot of couples sleep outside in the UK from Melissa. Yeah, I'm, I'm about it. I think it's great. And Camelia with the last comment. Yaman says he wants to be infatuated with someone, and clearly it's not Alana. That's a really good point. That's a really good observation. However, I don't know if he's going to risk the safety in the relationship. I think Alana's all in. I don't think Yaman's all in. But I think whoever comes in has got a really, like, head explosion wow this guy for him to leave the safety of Alana. Regardless... I'm in for the ride, man. This it's get, it's picking up. It's getting better and better and better every episode because the drama is coming in. Maybe next episode I will bring a drink in here and I'll have a drink for them. Proxy drink. Hey, we'll get J Lo one too or whoever's producing yes. that episode. All right, we'll have a lot of fun, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Remember, we're here every single day doing Love Island, except for a couple, and I will tell you when. But tomorrow, I'll be right back here, same time, doing Love Island. And then right after, we're going to be doing Married at First Sight. So if you love the relationship reality shows, hang out with me. My name is Mike Thielen. You can find me everywhere at Mike Thielen. Go sleep outside. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.